Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, November 18th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Two Portland women who were robbed and had their cars stolen spoke out this week about their harrowing experiences. Cindy Allen was waiting for her nine-year-old son to finish playing basketball when two teens knocked on her door and tricked her into getting out of the car. They stole and totaled her car, selling it off for parts. Jean Cohen experienced a similar threat in southeast Portland, where multiple teens tricked her into exiting her Toyota Prius, then stole it. Those two crimes are emblematic of a trend that police have tied to gang activity in the Portland area. Portland police don't track carjackings as a separate crime category, so they said they don't have overall numbers on the trend. They account for them as either robberies, if committed with a weapon, or car theft, if not. Both robberies and car thefts increased in Portland in September and October, according to police data. Portland saw more than 1,000 car thefts in October, for example, while the city averaged 580 thefts per month in the first half of the year. Robberies of all types are also up this year. September and October brought the total so far this year to around 950 robberies, compared to an average of 850 for the same period over the past three years. Police say carjackings are difficult to investigate and solve unless the perpetrators are caught in the act when police are called out to a scene. Oregon lawmakers will consider taking legislative action next year to retroactively address the fate of more than a thousand cases where people were convicted of crimes by non-unanimous juries. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled last year that Oregon's decades-old practice of allowing split verdicts on felony convictions was unconstitutional. Besides Louisiana, Oregon was the only other state that allowed criminal convictions based on divided jury votes. The Supreme Court also decided this year that its ruling from 2020 20 could be applied retroactively. That would mean more than a thousand cases may be overturned or expunged. State Senator Floyd Przonsky, a Eugene State Senator Floyd Przonsky, a Eugene Democrat who chairs the Senate Judiciary Committee, said he thinks it's an important issue to address next year. The Supreme Court's ruling already applied to convictions still moving through appeal. The Oregon Attorney General's office estimated that about 400 cases are affected in that category. Some of the cases have been dismissed and others are being retried. It remains unclear in Oregon just how many cases were decided by split juries, long criticized as a relic of Oregon's racist history that marginalized minority jurors. But at least 500 defendants have filed legal challenges in the past year, alleging they were convicted by split jurors. Oregon's tax and lottery revenue is outpacing economists' expectations, and that should continue for the next two-year budget. Planners expect an additional $725 million in income to flow to the state in the current budget. The upshot is Oregon is on track to issue yet another kicker tax rebate in 2024, currently projected at $558 million. Taxpayers will receive kicker tax credits worth a total of $1.9 billion when they file their taxes in 2024. That's the fourth issue in a row since 2016. At least one state economist, Mark McMullen, said this isn't all good news. McMullen said large wage increases help drive income tax growth, and those contribute toward rising inflation. Quote, we didn't think this crazy inflationary dynamic could last as long as it has, McMullen said, but it has. 
it's not too late to put green crab ceviche on the Thanksgiving appetizer list. Green crabs are an invasive species that crowd out Dungeness crab for food. They're described as an aggressive invader and are making headways on the southern Oregon coast near Coos Bay. Sean Schuler, lead scientist and research coordinator at South Slough Reserve, said the green crabs had made headway in the past six years near Coos Bay. Green crabs destroy eelgrass meadows, important food sources for other species, and they prey on clams, oysters, and mussels. Most worrisome, though, the invaders also displace juvenile Dungeness crab, which are native to the Oregon coast and make them more vulnerable to predators. OSU researchers say there's evidence that green crab larvae are being carried from northern waters, not California, a worrisome trend. Others are reproducing locally. The researchers said the crab thrive on warmer waters. They encourage people to go crabbing and catch and eat as many of the invasive species as they can. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.